Hey y'all, it's time for some damn good content. I'm Shelby Claymall, your host and business bestie. I'm a content creator, social media manager, and coach, keynote speaker, wife, and a mama of two who ditched her nine to five to build a thriving multi six-figure business solely using social media. Just like you, I'm a working mom and a wife with limited time. So I'm committed to cutting the fluff and delivering tips and fresh ideas straight to your earbuds on how you too can harness damn good content and create that type of business that you love and are proud of. Each week, we'll deep dive into strategy and mindset of building your brand on social media so that your confidence and success in the online space can skyrocket. Get ready to step outside of your comfort zone and start creating some damn good content. Are you ready? Let's freaking get it. Hey guys, welcome back to Damn Good Content Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Claymall, and I have one of my best gal pals, Haley Ingram here, the owner and creator of Coffee and Contracts, a freaking trailblazer in the online space, and we just have her here. We're going to ask her all the good questions, the bad questions, everything. I am so freaking excited to have you here. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I feel like, so everybody just true transparency, especially with technology. We tried to record, I think what, like two months ago. <laughs> I don't know. A month ago. I don't remember. Honestly. Yeah. It was, wait, it was right after our, cause we're in the jazz and star mastermind together. And so it was right after that. And she was going to launch like soon. And my producer was like, wait, it didn't save. And I was like, <laughs> Cool. It was was a sign. We needed to redo it. (laughs) It wasn't that good. I mean, it was a good conversation, but I want you to take a second. Uh, My community may or may not know you. I mean, you are kind of well-known online. So can you give us a little bit about who you are? What do you do? Like, give us a little bit of a lowdown. Yeah. So um, I, where do I begin? Um, I own a website called Coffee and Contracts, which is a online marketing subscription for real estate agents. So they subscribe and they get access to templates for social media, content calendar, um, and just all the tools and trainings they need to grow online. Um, And this all started because I was a real estate agent um, about, I guess I was like four years ago now because I started Coffee and Contracts four years ago. Um, I was a struggling real estate agent, but I found that Instagram was working a lot better than door knocking and cold calling. Um, So now I try to show other agents how to do what I did and generate leads on Instagram. So that's kind of the skinny on uh... (laughs) Uh, the little 411. Okay, wait, no, I want to back up because I do remember when we did record the first time you were talking about how you were a real estate agent and you thought it was going to be like an easy gig or whatever. And then you turned to Instagram, but then other real estate agents were asking you to help on their Mm -hmm. Instagram. And so this is kind of like what born, like how Coffee and Contracts was born. So give us a little bit of a story there of where like you thought you were going to do one thing and Mm then it turned into something completely different. Yeah, so I was in college at UCF in Orlando, um, and I got a marketing internship at a brokerage. So this is like kind of rewinding like two years before I started Coffee and Contracts. Um, I got a marketing internship at a real estate brokerage. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life at all in college. I felt so lost. But once I started at this brokerage, I was like, Ooh, real estate seems really cool. Mm -hmm. I love houses. I love helping people. This is awesome. Um, But it was like a small mom and pop type brokerage. So like it was just very small, like small community. And um, like the broker would like give you leads. And like it was just super like a little different than what it really is. So after I got my real estate license, um, I moved to St. Pete and went to start a career in real estate. And it was definitely not what I expected. I like I worked with a brokerage that charged you monthly to be a part of the brokerage, and oh, I wow. didn't make any sales, so I was like <laughs> losing money. I was working as like a bartender, um, and but I like the brokerage kept telling me. Uh, they even like showed me this guy in his office, just like making cold calls, like nonstop all day. And he, she was yeah. like, I remember her saying, like, you gotta you got to be like him. You got to call. You got to call like a hundred times a day, make a hundred calls a day. And I was like, that works. I have never answered the phone when someone calls me. Like no. I, tr- I tried to cold call once and it was so humiliating. And the lady was like, please do not call me again. 
And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I never called anyone again. This is not my life. I can't do this. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, is this what life, this is also like my first job out of college. I'm like, life is hard. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, um, so um, I started, I just like grew up with, I mean, like I got Instagram when it first came out when I was in high school and I yeah. it was like, it's obviously changed so much since then, but I've always been super comfortable with it. Um, and I was like, I feel like I could just reach people on Instagram. Like, yeah, I mean, that's where everyone is. Right. Right. So I just started an Instagram account and, um, started posting, promoting basically my like target was at first time home buyers. So, cause I was young, like this, these are the kind of people that are probably going to like, trust me, you know, I'm not going to target like luxury (laughs) people selling their homes. So, I just would like go preview listings and like that's that it was like a great fit for a first time home buyer. I started generating leads on Instagram um, and just like growing my business through that. Um, but around that time, that's when the other agents started reaching out and they saw like the success that I was having from it. So they wanted me to help them manage yeah. their social media. Uh-huh. And at the time, that's kind of when social media management. I mean, this was like in 20. 2018 2019 maybe so social media management was kind of like new on the scene like it wasn't very like or at least I wasn't um aware of it as much you know because I wasn't like in it so um so I was like yeah I guess I can do that try to like figure out how much to price it but I needed the income because I still wasn't like selling enough to live off of it you know yeah um so um, yeah, long story short, started managing social media. I met a personal trainer. I think I told you about this, Yeah. who she was telling me she took her one-on-one clients and she turned it into like a subscription where they get right. a weekly workout and a Facebook group. So it kind of like clicked for me then. And I was like, oh, I feel like I would really enjoy that. Um, yeah. I would, yeah, I like the, I liked social media management. Um, but I think I like just creating content more and like it all started because I love Canva and designing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I mean, if then I could do more just like designing and Canva, you know, and less like one-on-one type stuff. Um, So yeah, that was in 2019. And, and now after like two months of coffee and contracts, I was able to quit everything else and just do coffee and contracts full time. And so, didn't you, yeah. I want to back up because I feel like I remember you telling me this, but didn't you record yourself? Did you, oh, did yeah. you say you wish you would have? I can't remember if you did or you no, said I you did. wish No, I did. I actually posted it on my story on Coffee and Contracts today. Shut up. Um, just, wow. Yeah. Oh, you knew I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. But I did a, uh, I did like a little Q&A poll or whatever question sticker thing. Yeah. And someone, had, someone like asked something about, basically like how long did it take to the but the video I recorded was me just like leaving from quitting my so I, I did tell you last time too the story always gets like super complicated but basically I also was looking for regular full-time jobs because I was just about to like give up on everything yeah, yeah. um and I got a job at like a doctor's office yes. yeah. and <laughs> I remember this. Now. And, okay. uh, but the video is me like in my scrubs because they made me wear scrubs. And and I have no health background or anything. I, I just had to wear scrubs. <laughs> I don't know why. It was really comfortable though. So I wasn't that bad. Um, but it was me and my scrubs. And I was like, just put my scrubs on for the last time. I just quit my job. Like I'm super excited, but I hope that it still grows. Um, so yeah, it's cool to look back at. Yeah. That. And well, I a lot of times too, when I talk to people, they're just like, when they see like super successful people or they look at coffee and contracts and what do you have? Like 52,000 followers now? I don't know. How many do you have? Yeah. Something like that. And they're like, Oh my God, I want to be like her. And like, we all have these conversations where I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow, but you didn't just Mm -hmm. start this. Like you, it's been years in the making. You've been doing what you were supposed to do. It has grown over the years. So like people forget that glimpse when they just see the success of someone. And so Mm -hmm. you recording yourself, is actually gold. And then you probably, then you're just like, okay, I'm just going to record it. But now you're probably like, I'm so glad I recorded that. So I can share with people. So when I tell people like, please just record your early days or like Mm -hmm. the hard days, the good days, like record every single thing, even if you don't want to share it right now, but five year you, or even two year you is going to be wishing that you had that video of where you started. 
Exactly. I'm so happy that I did that. And I actually, it was in a locked photo vault in my phone. So like it was very, very private. It was like a journal entry to myself. Um, So then like, I would never expect myself to share it. And it took me so long. That's also like what you're saying about like, how long it takes to start. I always, I was thinking about that recently because someone was like, because someone said it, it took you only two months to like quit your job. And I was like, well, it wasn't like, I feel like I didn't, I was trying to do something for so long. Like it was like, I was selling templates on Etsy mm-hmm. and uh, I tried other things like creating products for real estate agents with like designs that I made and that didn't work out. Like so many things didn't work out first mm-hmm. and then copying contracts happened. So it's not like it was just like, I was like, hmm. It was what like everything led you to that point. And I think what that yeah, was, it was like, I was failed yeah. like a million times with a million other things. It just like, I didn't fail at this one particular thing, right. <laughs> you know? Well, cause it, I mean, I failed a bunch you, of times in it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that you were doing was molding you to this moment. So it was like, mm-hmm. you did fail, but the key component is you got up and you just kept going. Cause you were like, I don't want to just necessarily, I'm not going to obviously win in this game. Cause we've seen it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to mm-hmm. be a successful real estate agent. I love, <laughs> I love what I do now. And now you're like stupid successful. And you have how many, how many members do you currently have in coffee and contracts? Um, we have like 6,000 right now. 6,000. And the doors are shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just shut them for the first time. Okay. When are you planning to open them again? Um, around September, probably. Okay. September, cool. October. Can you give us yeah, a we're doing a store? Yeah, we're doing a store. We're doing like, tell me a little. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we're working on like a rebrand and new website, potentially like new products too. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm just trying, I'm like, I, it's, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like solutions that I'm trying to bring. One of them is like, one of our like biggest complaints is obviously it's templates that's provided to 6,000 agents. So there, a lot of them are going to have similar content. Um, and we give them like the, the trainings and everything on like how to customize it, how to create like a brand kit for yourself how to put things into chat GPT and make it unique. Um, but so one of our goals is to just like have um, some sort of like AI integration in our website so that people can create custom content. Everything in there. Um, yeah, but I still love the Canva designs part. So definitely want to still have that and just have more like trainings and stuff on how to customize it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe a little more help like with agents that just don't have the time um to do that so um trying to figure out a solution there um for getting it like scheduled and customized and everything um for the agents um so that's all we're i'm working on all that right now um so i'm super excited hopefully it's going to be amazing i hope the website's going to be like just top notch amazing user experience that's the goal so what it, let's talk a little bit about the growing pains of like what it was. So you were basically the same for four years, correct? Like you mm-hmm. offered the same things you did. You updated like the templates, obviously you had the training, you had the coaching, correct? All of that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. now you're like, I see more of the problem that I want to provide a solution for. How hard was it for you to like shut the doors? Like how hard were you like hard stop? No more members right mm-hmm. now. Was it, was it even a second thought? It wasn't too, too hard Um, because I feel like, I don't know, nothing is like permanent. So I'm like, okay, if I don't like this, then I can just like change my mind and (laughs) and like, you know, have some sort of reason why. Um, But it's just so not permanent. It was as easy as like changing a website page, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so um, what are the heart, like, I guess the growing pains of like now, are, are you scared at any point that like all this investing that you're like, I wanted that transparency for you of like, are you, this is your baby that you're now changing and you're hoping and mm-hmm. praying I'm putting all this money in it. I'm investing in this and I'm really hoping that people will, you know, take to it and love it. So what mm-hmm. are your thoughts yeah. like through this whole process? It's so scary and so confusing and stressful um I feel like my mind gets like it's like a beehive sometimes um where I just think like okay we're building this website like I have the developer but then it's like yeah those questions come like are some of our members love what we currently have 
and those problems like they they don't bother them um and part of like how i feel is like i i we've always been like we don't want to like just provide people with like you know filler templates that like aren't going to get them any results so like we have to constantly change with the algorithm which is like yeah. super you know hard to keep up with um and with that is like templates aren't doing as well as they once did um so it's like how do we like still provide value uh to our members that may not look like this anymore and it's really scary to like think about changing things on people that they already love the way that things are i'm worried that people will hate it and leave and be mad um anytime we like make changes even if they're like I know that they're for the best. We always have at least one person that's mad about it and complaining yeah. because they don't like, you know, logging into something they're used to seeing and it looks a little different. Right. Um, so, yeah, I feel like like people pleasing comes into it. I'm like, I want to please everyone, but you kind of have to realize that like not everyone is your ideal client and not right. like, and not everyone is like, is going to, it's not the best fit for everyone. And that's right. just the way it is. I can't help every single person individual well if that was the case then you would be a social media manager at this point and then just do it for them or you're completely right in any in any instance of what you do in business you can't just satisfy those one-offs like you have to do majority Mm -hmm. and then those one-offs just aren't for you then they got to go find something else that fits them and that's just not what Mm -hmm. you're molding to that's just like a hard thing to swallow because I am a people pleaser so I get that it really is I feel like it's taken me so long to even like have the thought of like, oh, like, because I, I, I'm just like picturing in my mind people that message us and they're like, you know, but does it have this or like, is, you know, and then I'm like, no, but, but here's why. And here's why you shouldn't want that. And then I'm like, wait, no, just, you know, say, no, we're not the best fit for you and let them like, yes, let them find something else. Like, cause that's yeah. just, those people right there, they're just big eye rolls to me because I just, yeah. you can't please everyone. And that's just the thing with mm-hmm. business is you have to figure out how to really balance those, that mindset of you're going to piss some people off or they're not going to like what you're doing and they're going to tell you and they're going to voice it. And you just have to say, well, okay, thank you. Like, I hope you find what you're looking for, I guess. I don't really know. How yeah, to it, but. it's so hard. And I have, um, we have like our support inbox um, and then I have some people that help manage it, but I still like, I check it like constantly yeah and uh and sometimes I'll see things and I'm like I shouldn't look at this so much because I take it so personally you know well it's hard not to because there's people that say mm -hmm. business isn't personal and personal isn't like it's just but it it, it's a fine line (laughs) it is especially when you are working so close to people that I find everything with business now is way more personable than it used to be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm only a two and a half year old entrepreneur. So well, it's something that you built like personally, like it wasn't or for at least for most people. Like I think there's like, you know, big businesses that were very strategically funded and brought a team together. And I feel like maybe that's not as personal, but when it's like a small business owner where someone just like randomly started a fun little side project that was like their passion and they loved it, like, then it's super personal. Um, I was just talking about how I feel like one thing that I've been kind of realizing too, and I don't know if this is like a hot take or if this is just uh, common knowledge, but like I've been kind of realizing like how much your business growth and personal growth are like the same like especially looking back four years ago at that video of little Haley yeah and the business has grown so much since then but like and matured you know what I mean like yes in so many ways and I feel like I don't know I just like kind of realized the other day I'm like it's so cool because like as the business grows I grow and like and I the business will help me like with my own personal growth because I'm like realizing certain things about myself and I mean I guess that's just life like it's anyone's like job yeah. but like I don't know it's it's interesting to me well it's just harder to understand that too when you're first starting like you you grow with it like you as the mm-hmm. person that's running it so like that makes complete sense because your growth is your business's growth and vice versa because you mm-hmm. are experiencing these things in order to get stronger because if if I look back too, I'm, I cringe and I'm like, what? Like, how am I supposed <laughs> to be running a business? But then there's also days where like recently I used to hate tooting my own horn and saying like, oh, you're doing like you're doing this. And like lately it's mm-hmm. like, wait. 
And then I sit back and I think like all the accomplishments. So like you, all the accomplishments that you've achieved from when you failed at real estate or not necessarily failed, it just wasn't your jam. And then Mm -hmm. the doctor's office, that wasn't your jam. And then you found it, you found your market and then you just attacked like what you were supposed to do Mm -hmm. when it's there. And so all the accomplishments that you've achieved, but those experiences have built you to who you are today and stronger Mm -hmm. that how you are and how you approach certain things. And you probably have gotten better of answering those people that are like, no, I think you should do it this way where little Haley was probably like, okay. And now you're like, no, (laughs) we're not doing that. Thank you. I'll come again. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just like how you change as you grow up too. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's tough to own a business in general because it's just a mind game. And so like with you, I love, I want to get some feedback from you on how do you deal with like the ebbs and flows of like thinking, Oh shit, this could fail or, Oh my God, look at me. Like what I've built. I'm so proud of how far I've come. Like, Mm -hmm. you know how those days are. I don't know if you have those. I have those where they're so extreme where it's like, Holy crap. I'm so proud of myself. Or like, what the hell am I doing? You know, like what if this fails tomorrow? (laughs) Like, so what is your, like, what is your jam or like, what do you do or you've known to do mentally or is there an activity you do? Do you step away? Like to get you back into the, the good mindset versus like Mm -hmm. turning off the bad. Yeah. I feel like I have like, I have a lot of anxiety as it is. Like Mm -hmm. I've always had anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've, and so I've always found that like at night for me is when all of the anxieties tend to come out. Like when you're laying in bed and you finally have like a moment of silence where you're not distracted by your phone or distracted by anything. All of a sudden my mind is like, oh my God, what if your business falls apart tomorrow? What if like yeah. you lose everything? Yes. What if, what if, what if it's like, what if, you know, what if real estate agents, like what if the real estate industry like collapses, you know, just all this crazy stuff. Like literally um, the most crazy scenarios in your head at one time. Yeah, I know. And like just so many bad thoughts will come. Right. Um, so I feel like it all goes back to like, I mean, just things that I've learned for anxiety in general, because obviously it's just like nothing. I'm worrying about things that haven't happened yet yeah. and it's not reality. So right. you kind of have to like, you know, take deep breaths, like the, you know, the typical ways to calm your nervous system and stuff. Um, and But it is hard for me, I think, to reflect on like, it it just gets hard when you're in the moment every day and you're always looking at what's next. It's hard to like reflect on where you've came. Yeah. Um, And like, because looking back at that video, in the video, I think I cut this part out of what I posted, but I was like, I am at 200 members. My goal right now is 250. But like if I, I just remember thinking like if I could ever get to 500, like my life is complete. My life is like literally complete and, and you don't 6, have, 000. you know, like, and wow. now, now it's like, and then I got 500 and then I was like, okay, 1000. And then, so it's like, you're constantly like, please tell next? me you've What's documented next? each one or like, at least right now, like, did you document the day you closed your doors? Are you documenting this process? I know you've talked about like a certain things that you want to do to start journaling, but like, mm-hmm. have you documented right now? Like, how do you feel? Please say yes. And if you don't, I might come <laughs> over there and strangle you because you're going to want this. Yeah. Not as much as I should. I mean, I would say like maybe in journaling and stuff. Um, well, that's but, okay. That could be a really cool way yeah. to like, like record a voiceover and like launch it. Like one, mm-hmm. you know, in March of 2023, I had the thought of closing the doors and this is how I felt. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you could just read idea. from your journal. Like that would be legit. Cause it's like a, you know, I don't know. I'm just like such a huge advocate for video and I wish I would have done it more like talking to the camera for me purpose. Like when I left corporate, like I remember the feeling, but like that day kind of mm-hmm. like I did the mashup video of when I launched the podcast, like I recorded the night before I like I launched to the world and I was so nervous and freaking out. And then I videoed myself Mm. the day it launched and it was me crying. So like, at least I was like, why haven't I done this for like everything? That's genius. It really is. I saw this girl on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen this, but she, it's the coolest thing ever. Um, She records a video of herself uh, asking her future self question. She's Mm. like, Hey, Haley, this is, um, this is Haley. Like, how are you girl? And then like, she's like, so what happened? Like, did you ever move? Uh, and then shut like, up. She's like, That's are so you still- cool. Isn't that? And then she's like, are you still with that guy? 
and then like and then but then she like combines them on tiktok so then it's like her talking to herself so she shows oh, you she like responds really and she's cool. like yeah we did move it's so awesome and she's like no we don't talk to that guy anymore and i love that so i i did record something like that like a while ago i'll need to do a follow-up on oh, it but it so looks like cool. it's just a fun like I don't know. It's so cool how I feel like I'm starting to realize too, like with the whole journaling and how I said like personal and business growth are like kind of in this one and the same. It's like you're, it all is kind of like, can be used as like content too. Like, yes. It's Everything like, is and it's, it's just so interesting. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I've been on a like, I've been on a like tangent about that. Like or I've been like just thinking about that a lot lately. Well, it is cool because yeah. there also are people like I had a conversation with someone this week and I guess I don't look at myself as the people I look up to. Like I don't think about mm-hmm. like I could be that way to someone else, if that makes sense. Like I don't see myself as like someone to look up to. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I know it's a mindset thing. Well, the other day I was having a conversation with someone and they were like, well, you are the person that's inspiring me. Like if I could be you in two years, then like hands down, I'm good. And she's like, I love that you share the good, the bad and everything as you build. And I think what people forget is they don't want to pull that curtain back. And so, but that's what your consumer is really craving right now is what Mm -hmm. you're saying. They're craving the journal of like, how did Haley get to 6,000 members? What was those Mm -hmm. early years like? What were those late nights like? What was her thought process like? So like you journaling now when the doors are shut to like reopen them, like when the doors actually open, you could go back and say, okay, July 13th of 2023 was a freaking hard day for me. And this is what my thoughts were, but look at us now. Mm -hmm. Like it's just... Like, I didn't think we'd actually get through this launch or I didn't think we'd actually make this come, this dream come true. And like, now I'm sitting on the other side Mm -hmm. and I'm like, really glad I didn't give up. Like those, those like little key components of content is like really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause then it's like, if for that person that said that they, if in two years that they are like you, then you having a piece of content from yourself in their shoes two years ago is like, would speak to them so well and like inspire them so well so that's so true it's just so crazy so what is your take on pulling the curtain back and just like like telling the world who you are like I know you Mm -hmm. wanted to start your personal brand I know you it scares you a little bit we did talk about this in the podcast (laughs) I guess like we'll talk about that because that podcast doesn't exist because it never actually recorded (laughs) But how you were going to start building your personal brand, how you are starting to build your personal brand. Like, what do you, do you find that it's important, especially in today's world of social media, no matter what kind of business that you're in, um, Mm -hmm. showcasing who you are as a human, the person behind the brand or business, what is your thoughts and takes on that? Um, absolutely. I think it's like the most important, one of the most important things is showing who you truly are and pulling the curtain back. And I feel like a lot of people get, a couple things come up with this topic. And like, one of them is like, I think people think that like pulling the curtain back is like, let me reveal all my secrets to the yes. internet. Like, and so it's like, no, 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 you don't have to like, you don't have to tell everybody you know, everything. Just call You me don't out. have to give us like your medical records or anything. Right. Um, <laughs> but social please really. Yeah. Quick. I think like your mind automatically goes to like your biggest, like you know, your biggest, scariest thing that you're like not ready to reveal to the world and you don't know if you'll ever be. Right. It's, it's not like black and white like that. Like you don't have to do it to that extent and it doesn't have to be all at once either. It's not like you have to like make a video with a proclamation to the world of (laughs) this is me. Um, but I struggle with, I like you, how you said, like, I don't see myself as like a role model. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I struggle with it because I'm, I have like, uh, maybe like some fears or limited, limiting beliefs around. I'm, I don't know. I think I'm like, for what? Like I, I've always looked at, um, I think I'm like, what do I have to offer? offer? And I know that I do have things to offer and people like ask me questions that they want to learn about, about experiences that I've had. Um, but I just like, it's really big, like imposter syndrome, maybe where I'm just like, I just don't like, if they want to learn about this, there's plenty of other like creators that, that do that. Like, who do, who do I think I am also? Like, I'm like, are you like, why do you want attention? You know, right. like there's a lot of like negative beliefs 
in my mind about wanting attention. Yeah. I think. And it's all kind of like around that. So like I am really good at Instagram and I, you know, grew copying contracts. And so sometimes I'm like, I should, you know, be putting myself out there a little bit more for my personal brand on Instagram because I want to like help people build an online business and help people to like not be struggling how I was trying to figure out what to do and nothing like fits and, uh, you know, figure out how to turn their passions into like something like I did. Um, but then I'm like, well, those are all my friends on like my, on there and like, and it would just be weird. And I, uh, you know, like, I'm just like, ah, well, (laughs) I don't know. Like as quick as you talked yourself into doing it, you talked yourself out of doing it. Yeah. Like, and that just is a constant battle in my brain. And I, and it's so funny because if someone was coming to me and saying exactly what I'm saying to myself, then I'd be like, I know how to fix it instantly and just be like, no. here's what you need to do but the thing is too it's really hard to do it for yourself and I love that you shared that because like a lot of people that see okay for example like you they're gonna be like oh it's so easy for her when in reality you're the exact same as Mm -hmm. any other person you're just chasing your dreams and you're not letting those negative thoughts really take you down I mean let mm-hmm. me tell you, the more you put yourself out there on social media in general. So this is like building a business online is completely different than building a business and a storefront because like you now mm-hmm. are, it's way more, it's way easier to compare. It's way easier to have people coming out of the woodworks to give you their opinions. It's way easier to pick yourself apart because you're in front of the camera. It's way easier to say, am I actually good at what I'm saying? Or am I an imposter? Am I an Am I an imposter? And so Mm -hmm. it's been like a huge mind struggle. So like us talking about this, like I have, my sister is now starting her Instagram. It's our home in the pasture. And I was like, you have to mentally be prepared for what could come out of Instagram and just being online and what it could do to your mindset. Because I don't remember myself being this negative in the sense of like, I couldn't do something if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like it's just been heightened at this point. So I'm glad you shared that to the point of like, I have those same thoughts. There's weeks where I'm just like, I want to go hide in a hole. I could throw my phone in a dumpster Mm -hmm. and walk away and be like, done. I'm burning this thing to the ground. And Mm -hmm. there's days where I'm like, let's conquer the world. So like, it's just building your personal brand is exactly what Haley said. You don't have to show everything. Like, I feel like I give a lot of about my life, but y'all don't know when I go on vacation. Like I don't post that week that I'm on vacation. Like I don't tell you where I'm at. You'll never see the front of my house. You don't know where my kids go to school. Like you don't know those things unless you personally know me. And so when I tell people to get personal on social media, just like you said, like you don't have to give your social security number. Like you don't have to tell them everything. You just have to give them something like Haley, for example, has a golden retriever and she loves Mm -hmm. golden retrievers and that's her best friend. And so like Mm -hmm. everybody knows she can, she's relatable in the sense that she loves animals. She loves dogs. Like those, Mm -hmm. those little things outside of what you offer to your consumer help you become more relatable. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think people understand that aspect of it, especially when I say just get yeah. personal. And I think there's a lot of like, I think there's a lot of, I don't know. I, I just kind of thought of like the whole like influencer world. Um, and I think a lot of it is like, Oh, I don't want people to think I'm like trying to become an influencer yeah, or something. But and if I you know are, like, it's okay. Like, I know. It's like, I know. it's okay. I'm gonna tell you this, Haley. I don't think I ever told you this, but like the moment I knew you were going to be in Jasmine stars mastermind, because a while ago it sucks to hear you say basically what I say. Like, I don't see what it is that people <laughs> look up to. I was like, Holy shit. I get to meet the girl behind coffee and contracts. Like that's Aww, really that's so freaking cool. cool. So like, you don't ever know. People are looking up to you. It's just the whole mental, like you, it's us. Like mm-hmm. we are the problem. It's me. Yeah. I'm the problem. Of and not isn't it, isn't it funny it. too? Like I'll see, like, I'm just thinking of like a few of my friends. I felt like this year was like a big year for people starting their businesses online just yeah. like in general or just yeah. like putting themselves out there a little more. Um, Cause I'm like thinking of a friend I have that like she was working in like the corporate world. And she just like got her personal training license and just started like posting workouts on Instagram. And it's so funny because like, if I were to do that, I would be like, so nervous, like, and judging myself and like questioning myself, you know, like, I don't know, I'd just be like, putting myself through it. But it's so funny, because then when you're on social media, and you like, 
see that, you're just like, oh, cool. Good for her. Like, I think I'm <laughs> proud of them. They're finally chasing yeah. their dreams. I don't know, girl. You it's, could do some workout videos. You posted the picture of you in your garage once. And I was like, dang, <laughs> girl, look at you getting it. So, I mean. So, it's, it's, that's like another thing where I just have, I mean, I need to work on it in therapy, I guess. But, like, I just have, like, I'm like, who do you, you know, why? Like, what do you who want do you from think it? you like, are? doing I'm like you're doing fine with coffee and contracts you just want attention like <laughs> but that's not it I think though too it's it's I'm telling you it's the mental game because like it's the same mm-hmm. thing it's the same thing I think we all struggle with that it's like how do we move past that and showcase it mm-hmm. because I think if you showed people who Haley is like they would love it but it's got to be ultimately if like you want to because like if you feel yeah. like you're so consumed already with coffee and contracts and you just need a break then meh start you already show your face on coffee and contracts just get personal there you don't necessarily have to build your personal brand on another platform mm-hmm. you could just because if you're just already so consumed it's just like a double-edged sword of the sense of like you got to want to share that life I yeah guess. well that's another thing too is that I don't like because I think about this a lot obviously <laughs> um but I'm like I'm like this is such a great like, I mean, this is also like, you know, being online and social media is like an amazing opportunity to like relate to so many people like and have a community of so many people where like, you know, the years before the time before social media, you wouldn't have that opportunity. Right. Um, and also like as an online business owner working from home, we don't have a lot of like connection and you're not meeting a lot of people through your job unless you're like showing up online. Um, yeah. And just like, so a lot of it is like, I'm like, well, you know what? Life is like not even real. And we are all like, I'm like, life isn't even real. Like we're all going to die someday. Like who cares? Like who really cares? So like, why not just like post, you know, whatever Chase you your want damn dreams, to girl. connect with people. Yes. But another like big part of it too, is kind of like how you, how we talked about like, what if everything, what if coffee contracts fell apart? A lot of it too is like, I feel like there's kind of part of me like, has wanted to do like, you know, build a personal brand in a, in another, like kind of like safe as like a safety mechanism as kind of having like equity, like in a way, like building your personal brand is kind of like having equity in like another, you know, more opportunities. Right. And there's just so much like, and I tell agents like our agents too, that like, if I'm like looking for someone to feature or like, I feel like I wasn't like invited to go on podcasts or anything until I started like showing up. I think Jasmine said something about like showing up for your own stage and then Mm -hmm. people will invite you to their stages. Yeah. Um, So like, I don't know. There's just so many like thoughts that go, that go into that. I like, I think like a big thing for me too, in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to like post about my story, especially on coffee and contracts. Cause if I don't, then like I don't control the narrative and like people are going to say whatever they want. Yeah. Like, there, there was like a competitor that I think was like making people believe that I copied her or something. And I was like, if I don't share my story, then like, you know, then it's just up to, up. To, yeah. I don't know. So I was like, I'm yeah. just going to share my story. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just. Food for thought. It's just, it's just a crazy space out here online, guys. So if you do I know. It, <laughs> like it gets so deep. Di- but I will say this. I will say this. And I like sharing these things because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Because I remember connecting with you after we had our even first call on Jasmine. And you, one of us said at first, I don't remember like how, how lonely it is when you build a business online. It really is. Exactly what you just said is we don't see people every day. If we don't like go out in the world and talk to people, like our people are our online people. And we love that. We thrive that. I would have never met you because Mm -hmm. I would have never got in Jasmine's mastermind. I would have never have the clients I have or the friends that I have if I didn't put myself out on social media. And so what people forget is that your fans or your new friends or the people that love you and support you and that will ride or die with you most likely will not be people in real life only because these are other people coming out of the woodworks that want to be or they aspire to be someone like you like you're pushing them outside Mm -hmm. of their comfort zone to chase their dreams and sometimes too what I've realized is like all the people that you think may have were going to support you don't support you and the people that you didn't think were going to support you support you and you're like holy shit what What just happened I'm so confused so it like brings all the real out when you start putting yourself out on social media because it is Mm -hmm. scary it is lonely but we do it anyway And Mm -hmm. so your market is real estate agents. And I want to like just shift it a little bit because I do have a lot 
I feel like where I'm at, there's so many real estate agents. And so I want to make sure that if they are listening to this podcast, they get a little bit of oomph out of it for like their social and stuff. So what um, are like your biggest questions, I guess you would get when it comes from a real estate agent? And then like, what are some tips that you give them to get started on social? I kind of, I'm curious to see if I'm telling them the right stuff. And then too, <laughs> just to see what you say, because it could be just like a different perspective that they get to hear. So yeah. Um, so many questions that agents have, like, I feel like I have a lot of like frequently asked questions. Like, um, one, for example, is should I have, like, I feel like this is like the biggest asked question. And I remember Googling this when I was an agent. So I always talk about it, but should I have one, like, it's mostly like for people that already have like a personal Instagram and then they get their real estate license. And then they're like, should I create a new Instagram for my real estate business or should I just start posting about real estate on my personal page and I always say I highly recommend just posting about real estate on your personal page and growing like your personal brand because but see isn't this funny because then it's like if it was me I'd be like I don't know (laughs) completely different what you do I think but I think after this conversation I'm gonna get over it I think I'm like thinking about all that too much not to get back into that but um you just gotta like Put your head down, not care about it, you know, just put stuff out there. I remember saying this on the first episode, which I'm going to say was <laughs> two freaking months ago when we recorded that shit. And I remember you saying the same thing. And I was like, I'm going to hold your butt accountable. And I saw and I you do like, it. I'm like, I'm You're like, I'm going to do it. And then you were like, nope. And I, but you would be so good at it. Okay. <laughs> I'm still cheering you on on that aspect, but I'm really glad that we agree that it should be one because I think continue. Everybody knows Yeah, Yeah. So, so I'm you talk. So I, I always say it should be one, you should make business more personal. Um, so like, rather than just sharing, like just listed graphics and testimonials and whatnot, like, and you don't want to post that to bore your current, your current audience of family and friends, make it personal. So like share a personal picture from closing day and like tell the story of how you met the client, like what obstacles did you overcome, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, So you can even like, and sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to share my clients like that. And I don't want to like ask them to take a picture. It's like, okay, then just share the lessons that you learned from the transaction as an agent, like how it helped you grow. So I think it's like kind of taking everyone's like some, a lot of people in the real estate industry are go it's 70 percent personal 30 percent business like they try to like say like certain percentages of what it should be and i'm like just make make it you know you and make business personal so um i wouldn't try to like break it down and be like am i posting 70 percent of the time like, yeah business and 30 percent of the time personal um so i think that is a big thing and then a whole another thing that kind of like goes into that a little bit um is i feel like the biggest mistake that I see agents making or just is just that like their content isn't speaking to anyone in particular in general. So like it's getting no engagement and nobody really knows like what they're like, oh, she's an agent, but I don't really know what she's doing Yeah, um, because their content is just like so broad and right. they haven't like established like clear messaging like business owners should clear messaging, like your ideal client, um, your content pillars, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I feel like a lot of real estate agents aren't really too familiar with all that stuff, but like, if you're in the online business space, then you definitely are. Um, but yeah, so it's just like getting clear on that and then using like content pillars to, you know, like with the personal and business stuff to incorporate personal stuff and also, um, educational and valuable stuff that is answering questions that your ideal client is having yeah. and creating like a feed that your ideal client comes on your feed and is like, oh my gosh, I have to follow this page. It's like, it was literally made for me. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing a lot of in caulking contracts is like training everyone who signed up, we closed the doors and we did a training like on, um, you know, how, how to establish your ideal client, how to create a unique value proposition, and then like incorporating it in your like strategy. Um, so yeah, sorry, I just kind of brain dumped there. No, I love that because it's actually just like, when you deal with a, like, I always say this, especially when I talk to like real estate agents, mortgage lenders, like anybody in the realm of like housing, I'm like, mm-hmm. you're dealing with such a big decision with someone that y'all have to mesh on a whole new level. This is not just another business. Mm -hmm. I mean, business transaction. This is now you need to know their 
this person in and out. And they also need to trust you that you're going to guide them in the right direction. They don't know this, especially if you're a first home buyer. There's tricks mm-hmm. and tips on how to do certain things that they need to know that you have their back on. And so like when mm-hmm. you show up online, you have to show up as the human being that you are and stop thinking as them as another dollar sign, but as like yeah. family and recurring business, because the only way mm-hmm. that you build relationships really in real estate or any business is you want that recurring. That is that that's where I take, you can ask anyone to leave a review, but I take the biggest compliment is if you continue to come back and use me for my service or the product that I have to offer, because I offered such a great experience for you. And so when it comes to real estate agents, I always say, nobody cares. Well, and you can disagree with me, but you basically just <laughs> nobody cares how many houses you sold, all that crap. They want to get mm-hmm. to know who you are. Yes, they want to know that you're mm-hmm. an, an expert in that area and that how many houses you may have sold, but that's something that not every day. I don't want to know that you just listed 17 houses in a month or mm-hmm. that you made $5 million that week or whatever. Like, I don't yeah. care. I want to know who you are, what has dr- driven you to be this real estate agent. How did you have so much success? What are the experiences that you've dealt with? What are the failures that you've had? But how did you overcome that for a buyer or a seller? Like, tell me mm-hmm. that stuff that's going to help build that trust factor. And so hearing you say those things like help solidify this and like maybe it'll be something that kind of drills into them when they hear mm-hmm. this podcast because it's just so important no matter what business yeah. you're in is to get personal with people because like we said earlier, business is personal at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, so, exactly. I just, I think just, there's just so many thoughts, especially with social media and people saying like, I know what, I know people probably tell you the sense of like, well, nobody wants to hear me or see me. So why should Mm -hmm. I even be like that? So like, what's your response when someone says that to you? Um, so I have a few things that I say. Um, one of them is that they, are the only thing that's unique about their business Mm -hmm. and the only thing that people can't copy and paste um, is them. (laughs) Oh my God, that is like like a big thing. I love that. Sorry, I get so excited. You're like, yes, Yes. louder for the people in the back. (laughs) Yes, or the Um, people in the front because they may not have heard it either. (laughs) I'm kidding. Write it down. (laughs) Um, But that is a big thing. And um and also, like, I, one thing that I always tell them, and I can take my own advice is from this, um, but it's like, don't, it's, it's all kind of goes back to when people like don't want to show up on camera and they don't want to like put themselves out there. It's the same like imposter syndrome in their mind is yeah. having the same thoughts and questions that I'm having. But I always say, like, think about your ideal client and, just remember that you're like, you're just here to help them and you're just here to provide value to them. And you're doing them a disservice by not making it easy to discover you and find you because you can really help them with your expertise. Um, So trying to like reframe their mindset around that and taking it away from like the, the pictures of them and what they look like and whatnot, and just, you know, providing value and like, um, and, being a resource for someone that needs their expertise and their help. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like that's a big thing. And, and also just like another thing that I talk about is just how like being a business owner in general and especially a real estate agent has changed over the years. And you used to be able to buy ads in the newspaper and buy or in like magazines and buy like bus stop you know, benches. And like, and so if you think that like you, you know, being yourself and like finding people that are like you on social media is cringy, just think about how cringy putting yourself on a billboard is, you know, just (laughs) think, oh my God, I could literally come run and hug you. I literally, the thing that blows my mind, especially with social media. So let's just say this, if you don't hire a social media manager in general, or you're not running ads, social media is free. You used to mm-hmm. pay so much money to be on the radio and a magazine and print advertising on a billboard on a damn bus stop. Like to me, I just feel like I literally had this conversation yesterday and this no offense to everybody else that gets billboards, uh, whatever, or anybody that <laughs> listens that actually owns a billboard company. Cool. Um, <laughs> I don't ever think I would want my face on a billboard. 
Yeah. I just find that that's way more cringy than just being on social media. I just, I don't Mm -hmm. know why, because it's whatever. But, like, I can't break through someone saying, like, I don't think social media works. I'm like, yes, it does. It's the new form of marketing, yet you used to spend thousands of dollars on a billboard Mm-hmm. That they're just guessing at the analytics that somebody might see it yeah. or print advertisement that's just going to get thrown away. And yes, it mm-hmm. worked back then. That worked. But now is that's where people's attention was. And now that's on their phones. Now it's their phone. And they are all going there. They're escaping everything. Like there's so many people that I deal with that even like mortgage lenders or real estate agents are like, that's so boring. I'm like, it's not, I mean, I don't care if it's boring. You're educating someone. And like the mm-hmm. amount of people that are actually learning from what you say and what they can learn from, and maybe it's a different loan type, or maybe it's a different policy, or maybe it's something different that they didn't know that they could do that. Now you've geared it towards your actual consumer and now they can actually hear you say it. And it's free. Mm-hmm. Like you're not paying yeah. for a radio ad or a TV mm-hmm. ad or like whatever that is. It's now social media. So it just, yeah, obviously yeah. I feel some type of way about that. Continue, please. <laughs> and uh, well, and the leads will be more like aligned and uh, trust you more from social media, which is free. You also don't have to pay to compete against Zillow and uh, all the brokerage websites. So that's like the difference between kind of like Google SEO and stuff is like if you're if someone searches Tampa real estate, then obviously Zillow, Realtor.com, Remax all those big companies are going to come up first. But if someone searches Tampa real estate on Instagram, then all uh, individual agents are going to be showing up instead of like the big companies. And you don't have to like pay to get in front of them. Um, At least right now, hopefully it doesn't change. Um, But so that's like another big thing that I say. And also like I used to buy leads from Zillow and I never closed. Maybe it's just, I mean, I'm just not a good like sales person (laughs) when it comes to like being salesy. But like I, I used to pay like crazy money for Zillow leads and I never sold a single house from them. And like any time that I was like working with them or showing houses, it was so uncomfortable just because like it was just so unnatural. Like they're confused. Like whenever whenever you like call the number that you think is the agent and then, then another yes. agent answers and it's like, hello, and ask you a million questions. So they're already just like, what is going on? Yes. So all that to say, like the people that reached out to me from Instagram were just like, Hey, I don't even know like how I started following you on Instagram. Um, but I, there was one deal that I had where the guy, um, he emailed me and was like, Hey, I don't know how I followed you on Instagram, but I want to buy this townhouse. Um, can you like, it's a new construction, which is like the best, like the best thing to happen to a real estate agent is for someone to say they want to buy new construction, especially like from like a builder, because then you take them to, in most cases, you take them to the builder and you're like, this is my client. Here you go. And then you get paid when they close, but you don't have to do anything the whole rest of the time. Um, So I just showed him that one single house. It was like just from Instagram. So, um, but another thing that I want to add real quick is that a lot of times agents like, or you see all the time on social media, like social media gurus talking about making sales from Instagram and stuff. And I think for, obviously for real estate agents, it's a lot slower and it's like, you're not going to like, it's so you have to be very patient. I feel like I was marketing on Instagram for so long without any results before I started like getting emails and um, and leads and actually closing deals from it. It probably took like yeah. a year and a half after yeah. I started. Um, so like, I mean, people aren't just like buying and selling real estate every day. So it's not like you're just going to have like your your DMs blowing up <laughs> with potential buyers. Like yeah. it's a slow game. So I feel like it's important to figure out what type of content works for you, whether it's like posting a carousel post and like writing and having visuals or doing videos and doing reels and just staying consistent with it because it just takes time and you're not going to see like results overnight. Come on. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah. It's literally like (laughs) everything I say on that microphone. Okay. I (laughs) truly... (laughs) It's that because it's really just increased brand awareness. If you just approach it with like, I just want to give back in them to learn from me and you become the Mm -hmm. advocate that they go to, then you're going to sell houses. You're going to sell whatever the case that you're doing in business. That's what it marketing has not changed. It's just how Mm -hmm. we do it now. And what we utilize to get out our brand has changed. Yeah, And now it's more personable. 
where you have a platform where you can put a microphone in front of you or you just take your handy dandy phone and you literally just start recording and there you go. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. perfect. It can be messy. Just get it out there and talk. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is like, it's almost like I kind of talked about this, but like, it's also kind of like your portfolio in a way, like for business and work in general. So like a lot of times I sometimes want to like tell real estate agents, like, Hey, if you like did more videos and, and talked and shared your unique perspective and your stories, then you're going to have more, you're going to have more opportunities open up to you in general. You're going to meet like more interesting people in the space. So like, I don't know. Sometimes I just, I'm like, you're not going to get, you know, asked to go on podcasts or like, and be invited to things and stuff. If like, nobody knows that you're a person, like, I don't know. Right. Like, so that's just like, a, like aside from real estate, like that's not the only benefit that's going to come out of it. Um, it. It's also like such a great networking tool and like online portfolio of like who you are and what you've done and what your expertise is in and that can open up so many doors for you. Yeah. That's a reminder that I'm trying to tell myself. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you want to build that personal brand, which you should be doing, honey. I know not. that's my, that's what I try to tell myself. I'm like, okay, Instagram is kind of like your portfolio in a way of like, of here's who I am. Here's what I know. You know, want to network with me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's chat today. It almost sounded like a dating ad right there. Do you know I know. It's not good. Um, it's Wait, also a great go. school for dating. It is. You know, I didn't discover it that way, but whatever. I haven't thought about that. Wait. Um, so two things. One, what um, are the top platforms that you recommend your real estate agents be on? Hmm. Instagram, Facebook. Um, I feel like it depends on like what type of content they're putting out there and they like I would say sometimes real estate agents are like I gotta be on everything like I say Pinterest like stop it with the Pinterest um I just like I think that for a like Pinterest just isn't for that it's for I someone asked me that the other day and I said only like if you have like blog posts about like your city and are like and it's like 10 things to do while visiting Nashville uh, that's what you look for on Pinterest. Nobody's looking for the real estate agent on Pinterest. Um, sorry, I went off on a tangent. No, um, it's okay. But Instagram and Facebook, definitely, primarily. And then I would say YouTube and TikTok, if they're good at video, um, and especially for local content. So, like, if they're, like, you know, doing YouTube videos on moving to the city and doing TikToks on the city, I feel like those are really good. And I also feel like TikTok and probably YouTube, like you can't just like post a video on YouTube that's like this, the home buying, the steps to the home buying process, yeah. because like that's so oversaturated and that like apply, like what? I can just Google that. And yeah. no, I feel like you have to have like a really specific niche, especially like on TikTok. Um, and it doesn't have to be like, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't even have to be like a niche where you're like, okay, first time home buyers. Like it could be like, I talk specifically about like, I'm just like winging it, but like specifically like a niche topic where you're like, I talk a lot about like the saving process for buying a house um, and something like that. So that it's yeah. not just like so broad that applies right. to yeah. nobody. Yeah. I so off topic right now, but I love <laughs> that you say niche instead of niche. Oh, I know. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's gotten just, a lot of controversy. A lot of people say niche. A lot of people say niche. I'm just like that word, you know, that narrowing down word. Whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. irrelevant. Um, yeah, I shouldn't okay. even say it. I should just avoid it. Sometimes I cringe when I say it, but I have actually found myself saying it a lot more, and I don't really know why. There's no way around it. I don't know. I don't think there is. Okay, what is your take on another damn platform? And I mean, I don't know. By the time this oh, podcast does come out, I forgot yes. about threads. <laughs> I actually did too. Okay. So the, the time this podcast comes out, I don't even know if it's going to be gone by then, but like, I think the hype was there in the beginning, but like, I haven't clicked on it in a few days. Have you? Yeah. I kind of forgot. Um, I think it's just going to turn into like Twitter. Um, just kind of like how Instagram, maybe how Instagram reels are to TikTok. It's going to be that to Twitter. So like Twitter, TikTok and Twitter, like both are unique in that like, or at least my algorithm 
um, where I go to Twitter, like I just, I don't even follow anyone I know. I follow like really funny accounts on there and TikTok. All I go to TikTok for is for like laughing. Um, and, yeah. but I feel like reels is like more biz. Like, I don't know. It's like threads and reels are going to be a little more of like a professional version of Twitter and TikTok kind yeah. of in the same light that like reels was to TikTok. And I think it'll still, I think Twitter will still be there and it'll still have like its users that love it and have been there for years, just like TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then, and threads is probably just going to be like, yeah, that's my take. I think. <laughs> I just that's love my take. Right, right now I kind of like it because nobody's taking it like that serious. They're not like, this is your marketing. St-. Well, I mean, I think people are starting to say that, but like people are saying like, this is your marketing strategy and how to be successful on threads. I'm just like chill for a minute. Like, just But chill. I think it'll be, it'll be more like it'll, I don't know, like it'll still have like the funniness, like there'll still be that, but I think there will be more like, educational and like mm-hmm. thought pieces to it um but I'm it definitely has to be like original content um, i just don't know if my mental capacity could take another one truly i know but i think it, it definitely like it's very personal um i like it because it really for people that are shy it's it's an easy way to show a little bit of like your personality in mm-hmm. a very simple way that's not video yeah um but it, I don't think that like, I don't think that, it, I think that like the times that, that people should post like educational type stuff on there is very rare. Definitely yeah. those set like straight up selling. I don't think that would do well at all. And people would be really annoyed. Um, but I think the only time that like any kind of like educational content should be shared there, if it's like, if it's kind of like a thought leadership thing and like something like a unique, you know, yeah, like your take on something rather than like here are three tips to customizing this canva template you know what i mean yeah i feel like i can find it anywhere else wait the other day i do you find yourself funny like do you try to be funny do you think you're funny i think i'm funny okay okay cool i want to be funny (laughs) i don't know if i'm funny (laughs) but the other day i got on (laughs) three day apparently it worked because and then I got annoyed but I got on threads and I was just like actually it's not that funny now that I say it back but whatever is I was just like I went to this like walk around conference because one of my old clients invited me whatever backstory and like I was supposed to go up to the the booth and give them my card and introduce myself and I was like I absolutely hate selling like I suck at selling so I literally went on threads and was just like gosh I I'm just not a salesperson. Like it really just gives me like sweaty armpits. I don't know. I said something stupid and I was like, any tips, mm-hmm. but not really like, it's like, I've never really had to sell. So, you know, like, and then yeah. all of out of the woodworks, people were like, well, you need to identify this, 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 and this, and you need to learn this. And I'm like, that's not why I came here. I really just oh, wanted wow. it to be funny. You know, like I just wanted it to be like, yeah, funny. And I'm just obviously it. not funny. <laughs> so. I think I can be funny sometimes, but then when I try to be funny, I'm just not funny. So I just thought I would ask yeah. you if you're funny. I, I, well, I think I'm funny. Um. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to make him cut this part of the podcast for the promo. And I'm gonna be like, so do you think you're funny? <laughs> that would be so, that's funny. That would be funny because they'd be like, what are they saying at the end of this podcast? That's yeah. funny. And it would that's be like. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> oh my God, I'm funny. Yeah, there you go. Okay, whatever. It's anyway. proven right there. Okay, last question. I asked you this last time, so you're probably going to, like, know the answer. Whatever. If you go back and tell <laughs> younger Haley one thing, what would it be? I don't remember what I said last time. I don't either, so just hit um, me with it. But Give me the good. Oh, I think I do remember. Oh, shit. But I, the good? I don't know. I feel like it has changed. Okay, do it. Um. <laughs> I would say, um, I think it was about like people pleasing. Um, well, I, I, whatever the answer is, I would say, don't be afraid to say no and to let people down or to like give someone an answer that you're scared is going to disappoint them. Um, you got to look out for for yourself first. Cause I really struggle with that. And like, as a business owner, that sucks. I remember when I started the mastermind, I had like one question. It's so funny because I feel like my sometimes my questions are like not 
everybody's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, how do you guys deal with like email inboxes? Like it's like blowing up and I don't well, know. None of us are like, like, I don't think my email's like your email. So I don't really know how I was supposed to respond to that. You must be well, no, they very were... freaking popular. No, they were like, uh, no, not at all. But like, if someone asked like a question where I had to give like an, if someone asked a question, like, do you want to partner on this? Or like something where I, in my head, I was like, no, not really. And then I was like, oh, they're not, that's not going to feel good to them. They're like, they're not going to like that. <laughs> so I'm like, let me just wait. And so like, then emails would stack up and my anxiety, like, stress uh, okay, started to come up. It. You should so have made be a like, video and ask the question. I know, I, I know, but I, I was just like email management and they were like, hire someone. And I was like, I have, but they can't do this part, which is the decision making. I, think you just <laughs> left, I just think that you left the key. I left out a, yeah, a key element. Um, but I've gotten so much better at that. I'm so proud of myself. Like just so much better. My emails aren't just sitting there. I'm so much faster at responding. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Because I'm not letting them sit in there. I've gotten so much better. But so I would tell myself in the past, like, get over it. And then, yeah, just look at yourself. Sometimes I'll watch like, this is aggressive, but have you ever seen Succession? (laughs) No. What? Okay. Succession is like a business show. Like, um, it's like it's about like the the owner of like Fox News, but he's like this huge mean guy, like just mean guy, and he's like the dad, and he's in charge of this whole thing. And yeah. I was like, I gotta be like him. Logan Roy is his name. You're like, like I gotta, I gotta be him. Channel I know, I'm like, I need to add like just this much of of like tough boss guy in there. Um, so I've been working on it. But the other day, I like <laughs> I was so proud of myself because I had like three emails in a row where like they came in and I was like, no, no. And I was like, good for you. Ni- in a nice way, obviously. I think ChatGPT has helped a lot because I'm like, <laughs> you're like, how do I say no in a nice but firm way? Please yes. don't spit that back out to me. Yes, exactly. And sometimes if you, quick tip, if you ever like are feeling, you know, upset about an email or like you're feeling really like spicy and fiery at someone and you're like about to send them a really angry email, then you can just Shut put up. the email into ChatGPT and then say, make this nice. And it does Shut it. up. It's a life hack. I should start a, like just an app that's like just You should for start an Instagram emails. that's just tips on how to use ChatGPT Chat when you're pissed off. Ooh. To make it good. nice. Yeah. Or if you're, you're too nice me. to make it ballsy. Yeah. Or how to use chat GPT or that in general, just like, exactly. let's just do the general, like, okay. And then that could be some subtopics for you. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Okay. Well, yay. Okay. I am so glad you came and did this again. Thank you I for having like me. It was so much better. For the better second time. I think the second time was better, you know, second yeah. time's the charm, you know, mm-hmm. That's we're true. not going to so do it again. Time. We're not, we're going to just let it download this, <laughs> this time maybe. It. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay, guys, if you want to follow Haley, give us the goods real quick. Um, at Coffee Contracts on Instagram and at Hey Ingram for personal brand. Maybe. And if you're listening to this and she hasn't posted anything, go in her DMs and tell her I heard you on (laughs) Damn Good Mark. I mean, Damn Good Content Podcast. And I need you to start being personable because, like, Mm. even your home gym. I just love like looking at it. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to make it better. So because we live in a fixer upper. So like my home gym is like wherever my weights fit. And so like right now it's like in the kitchen or on the front Mm. porch. So I told John, I was like, I want a full on like workout room when we're done. Yeah. I highly recommend. And then I'm going to make you send me videos of yours because I want to just mimic it. Yeah. I'm getting ace. It's in the garage. So I'm getting AC this week hopefully because it's been so hot it's been so horrible (laughs) horrible to work out in okay well everyone that's a wrap thank you so much Haley if you like this episode please leave a review follow subscribe share it tag us we love you and until the next time let's freaking get it (laughs) 